The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. Good morning and welcome to BizSense Beat, our weekly roundup of the top business stories from Richmond BizSense. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and joining me this morning is BizSense reporter Jack Jacobs. Good morning, Jack. Good morning. So first up this week, a national nonprofit is stepping up to help fund Richmond's plan for more affordable housing. Uh, tell us about the deal. So over the next five years, there will be $100 million made available to support income-based housing projects in the city of Richmond. Uh, that funding comes by way of $50 million committed by uh, New York-based nonprofit Local Initiative Support Corporation and a matching amount from the city. Uh, the funds would be used to establish a new small building loan program for developers and rental property owners to rehab or construct buildings with five to 49 units as well as a developer training program. Uh, other support uh, would come in areas like low income housing, tax credits, small building preservation funding, and home ownership preservation, uh, which would include home repair programs and training. Uh, this funding was announced earlier this week and comes seven months after Mayor Lavarstoni and members of city council declared a housing crisis in Richmond. And downtown, uh, GRTC is planning to roll out larger buses in their fleet. What can riders expect? GRTC has a plan in the works to introduce four 60-foot-long buses to the fleet uh, dedicated to the Pulse, which is the rapid transit line that runs from Rockets Landing to Willow Lawn. These new vehicles are larger than GRTC's buses uh, that currently service the line and uh, would accordingly bring increased per vehicle capacity uh, to the Pulse. A GRTC spokesman uh, told me the transit agency expects the new buses will be up and running in 2025. Uh, these new buses will join the existing uh, Pulse uh, fleet of 40-foot buses. And uh, the idea is that over time, um, there'd be sort of a transition uh, from these smaller buses to these larger buses. So you would eventually uh, only see these larger buses on the Pulse uh, one day. At least that's the plan. Uh, these 60-foot buses uh, will be able to transport 120 people compared to the 76-person uh, capacity of the uh, current buses. And uh, these new buses uh, being larger uh, will require some work to be done to the Pulse stations themselves in order to accommodate the new buses. And uh, you should see that construction uh, start to kick off early next year. And over in the museum district, the Franklin Inn is under new ownership. Who's in charge? That would be Thomas Jenkins. Jenkins bought the Franklin Inn recently from Steve Gooch, who had owned Franklin Inn since 2015. Jenkins said that he doesn't plan to make any major changes uh, to Franklin Inn and that the menu will mostly stay the same. So you'll still be seeing that same uh, classic American fare uh, over there. Uh, Jenkins has a background in trucking and transportation, and Franklin Inn will be his first restaurant uh, that he has owned. And uh, while Gooch is stepping away from Franklin Inn, he continues to own uh, the stables at Belmont and the stables market in Libby Mill. And after many years in business, uh, Scott's Edition's first brewery has closed its doors. Uh, what's next for Isley Brewing Company? 
So while Isley Brewing uh, has shuttered its longtime home in Scott's Edition, uh, the future future of the brewery is uh, a bit unclear right now. Um, while it did just shutter last weekend, uh, when we did get up with the owner, Mike Isley, uh, he said he couldn't comment on the future of the brewery, citing a non-disclosure agreement. And uh, it's not clear uh, to us anyway what the NDA is related to. So uh, it would seem that there could be a next act for Isley. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, as for Isley's space on Summit Avenue, a new tenant has already taken it over. So uh, whatever happens next won't be uh, where it uh, has been located for a long time. And as you uh, pointed out, Ben, uh, Isley, uh, first brewery to open in Scott's edition, uh, it opened in 2013. And now there are 10 uh, breweries in and around Scott's edition. So Isley definitely has been a trendsetter. It'll be interesting to see uh, what's next uh, for them. And finally this week, Legend Brewing is looking to rezone the property at their brewery in Manchester. Well, what does that mean for the company? The Legend says its interest in rezoning uh, its property in Manchester is a preemptive move and not tied to any plans for a future sale or relocation or shuttering of the brewery. So uh, not entirely clear um, what uh, might be coming next. Basically, the brewery is seeking to uh, rezone uh, that property uh, to B4 Central Business District, which allows for a mix of uses and does not have a height restriction. Legends land is currently zoned B7, which caps buildings at five stories. And uh, Legend is making this move amid uh, larger ships in the neighborhood and uh, basically you know, said as much that they were looking to kind of stay ahead of these trends and kind of have the most flexibility in what uh, the future of their property looks like. Uh, last year, the city began to advocate for the expansion of transit-oriented nodal district zoning uh, in Southside, including Hull Street and Midlothian Turnpike. Uh, TOD uh, zoning, as it's called, was introduced in recent years to encourage higher-density mixed-use projects near public transit routes. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this morning. Uh, thanks again to Jack Jacobs from Richmond BizSense for joining me today. You can read these and other business stories at richmondbizsense.com. You're listening to VPM News. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.